Should we talk about that on air? Oh, no, yeah. nor- normally, it's me not responding to Shane. He sent me offers in like 12 leagues. Welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. And when I'm not ignoring trade offers in my <laughs> inbox, you can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. <laughs> and Shane Manila. Hey, I've made several trades with several people this week. One of them is a member of this show, and it's probably not who you think it is. Oh, hey. So that's kind of why we just started out of nowhere. Usually when we get in the room, we all start talking about stuff that we're going to talk about in the show. And then uh, Shane and Jeremy happened to be talking about that they made a trade together. So I made a comment. I said, oh, so Jeremy, you're just going to leave me hanging. And then we were all like, (laughs) hey, what? And then we we should just start the show. So we immediately started the show. So... So, do you want to talk about the trades that you two guys made, or do you want to talk about the fact that I've sent two trades to Jeremy like in the last five days, and they've all just been sitting there? Well, here's here's the thing: you got to be persistent with Jeremy, right? So, (laughs) you got to know your audience, and this is, you know, this is all goes back to just knowing your league mates, right? You know, (laughs) as a league mate, that Jeremy is generally (laughs) going to ignore your offer, right? So no, Jeremy. Yeah, and this is where we talk about communication is important uh-huh. in, in fantasy football. <laughs> and, and again, I joke that I hate people and I don't like speaking to humans. Um, <laughs> but once in a while, you have to go. You know, let me let me pick up the phone, not talk. Yeah. God forbid, no. But let me text Jeremy <laughs> and just be like, "Hey, uh, I'm making hey. an offer in blah blah blah." Well, um, normally, normally you're right. Normally I would do something like that. However, I think it was Monday. Everybody was talking and Jeremy was talking a bunch of shit in the thing about Manolo and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and then people were all saying, send offers and everything. And then I saw you guys were doing stuff. So then I sent an offer and boom, silence, nothing. <laughs> and then Jeremy logged in and logged out. And then I saw him active in the chats and everything. I'm like, all right, so let's just see. I'm not going to say nothing. And let's see if it goes all the way to Thursday when we record the show. <laughs> Look at you. Trade come. on air, man. We'll trade on air. <laughs> so was it true? Is it true, though, you just never saw it and you're just now seeing it right now? Or is it you were just ignoring me? I'm looking now. I see a bunch of offers in HQ1 for my email. They're like all in the same email, and it's like one, two, three, oh, four, five. Oh, so it's, it's not just several me. Several from you. Yeah, several from you. No, they're coming after Chris Carson, Nelson Aguilar, and you're coming after KJ Osborne. But I said it was a fire sale, so that's why. Well, that was part of why I said. Responded to it. Yeah, yeah, that's part of why I sent an offer as well. So uh. <laughs> not a bad one at all. I am. Um, I I'm trying to get Chris Carson off of uh, uh, Mr. Madman in that league, um, but he keeps rejecting my overtures. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, Outhouse is coming after him yeah. now. Yeah, but well, he should he should trade him to me because my offer is the best. But yeah, no, me and Jeremy made a trade. But you know, look, it it's important to communicate, right? Me and Jeremy, um, we actually do a podcast together, and Jeremy has mentioned on that <laughs> podcast several times. That, you know, in HQ1 and a couple other leagues that, you know, he's like, I, I don't think I'm going to compete this year, so I need to make trades. I, I hit him up in Kitchen Sink 2 yeah. and said, hey, you want you want to make a trade? And we did. Okay, so what I uh, – all right, all right. So let's – just for a second, we'll roll back for a second. Uh, part of why I didn't text him was because I was trying to see if it would last all the way till the day we do the show so that I could try to throw it at him in the show. That was the reason I didn't text him. 
But let's go talk about your guys' trades, and then we'll wait a little bit longer, and then Jeremy and I will do our trade live on the show. So what was the trade that you two guys did? Yeah, um, okay, so the kitchen sink trade. Um, yeah, so first of all, guess who is who? Guess which team is mine and which team is Shane's. This okay. was the trade. The trade was uh, 2022. Well, yeah, all these picks are from are in 2022. It's a first and three seconds as well as a Devi player, a first and three seconds, and a Devi player for DJ Moore and David Montgomery. Well, I would assume, based on all the conversations we've had over the last... <laughs> After all the conversations we've had over the last couple of weeks, I would assume that uh, that Shane gave you the Devi player and all those picks to get David Montgomery <laughs> and DJ Moore. That's what yeah, I would that's assume. what happened. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because look, he beat me over the head trying to get David Montgomery for weeks, and I turned him down all the time. But also, I know you, Debbie players, and all those picks would mean more to you than I think that they would mean to Shane. So I would assume he trades for picks, but yeah, 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 I get it. yeah. But and that and and I could see. So wait, but that's a kitchen sink league. So isn't that like a contract thing and all that stuff too? Yeah, there, there's yep. contracts. Although the contracts are. Honestly, it's not too confusing. It's not too onerous. Uh, I'll say that because there are a lot of moving parts in that league. But one of the things that um, Ryan has done is made the contract part of it very, very simple. It's just basically <laughs> you have a number of players and you can have a number of total years of contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm well below that. I, I don't know what Jeremy looks like. I'm guessing he is as well. Yeah, I, um, I was well under too. You, I think you could have like 60 some years worth of contracts. And just um, you know, to to give you an indication of where I'm at right now, I'm at um, 38 total. I think it was about you know close to that, anyways. When I had Montgomery and DJ Moore as well, I mean, I was well under. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, Shane's under too. Do you even have 28 players, Shane? I was um, no, I'm I'm below the the roster threshold, um, Me too. which I'm actually at in a couple of leagues, and it's weird this year. And actually, I think it was HQ five. Someone was I like, was just about to Shane say is half a roster. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they they threw you under the bus yesterday or something like. Is, is then, that even allowed? Yeah, so <laughs> I went to the waiver wire in that league, and um, then I remembered why. Um, because there's just absolutely no one. I, like, you know, I went in and I was like, all right, fine. I guess I'll pick up Alex Ingold and uh, uh, Patrick Richard. Um, because, sure, you know, something could happen one day where one of these two <laughs> players is ever useful, but whatever. So I, I picked them up. You know what but, I did? I was short too in that league as well. And I went and picked up uh, Josh Adams. <laughs> And that, That's all. Oh, no. and that Trey Regis guy or whatever. But I was like just trying to fill in my spots too. That for some reason, that one is a tough one to fill all our spots. We love in. Trey Regis though. I mean, you have Trey Regis in multiple leagues. I don't even Do know who he is. Well, he they brought him back <laughs> up off the practice squad again at, in uh, Las Vegas. He's uh, he's on the Raiders. Yeah, I know so. he's a Raider. Yeah, yeah. But the only well, reason I know he's a Raider is because I've seen you pick him up uh, six <laughs> times. Well, but six. also, well, because I I dropped him and picked him up but also with josh jacobs again and and like you just said uh, we we had the spots to fill and once somebody started calling you out i didn't want to get called out too so i started filling in my spots as well uh normally so just, i have them filled but you know back back to that kitchen sink two trade so those twos are a little more valuable than regular twos because it's auction money Dollar, so yeah. you know so wait what two does that twos mean is like worth a fir- well it's like you know the the if two, 20, two second round picks is like equal to first round pick money, 
you know what I mean, or similar, or close to it. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, it's got close. Three. Yeah. Oh, sweet! You're saying when it comes time for that, you you cash in those picks for money. Well, it's yeah. auction. Yeah, so they become auction dollars. Yeah, it's oh, auction next okay. Year. It's worth a certain no, I amount. Know, of money I didn't understand that. Where the, yeah, depending on whoever owns those picks, where where that team finishes. And oh. we've seen in the recent past too, in the past couple drafts, that if you have a a lot of the money, you just kind of run the table. There's usually two. Ends up being in the past couple years in this one, a couple players, a couple of owners who have most of the money, uh-huh. and it becomes pretty much a bidding war between those two. Um, and then this past year, it was one guy had all the money um, near the end of it, and another guy had a very little, and it was pretty much one sided. Like yeah. it just went. So you have to go into it with some ammo, and I have no choice because I don't have a good team. David Montgomery was, in fact, my only running back. Oh wow! And, um, <laughs> I don't really have a good posse, a uh, uh, stable of wide receivers either. Next up, I'm trading Michael Thomas and George Kittle. I'm trying, trying to make a deal for that, but the guy who has the Devi players wants to give me the the lower tier Devi players than the ones I want. And so where there's a stalemate where he, he says, oh, I'd rather have these, you know, Debbie players than, the, you know, than Michael Thomas and George Kittle. <laughs> so um, I'm, we're trying to get there and, and get, you know, all of his Debbie um, picks next year and all of his Debbie money on top of the players for Michael Thomas and George Kittle. So I'll probably have to bite the bullet and just, you know, take the players that he's going to give me and maybe trade someone. There's still big names like CJ Verdell and stuff like that. So that, I'm, I'm working on that right now because this is a, I have to rebuild. I have no choice. I have Justin Herbert, Baker Mayfield, and a lot of nothing. Yeah, <laughs> young young quarterback. Sure, things, and I, and I'm sure you and you got enough Debbie guys too. I'm sure. No, and it's funny because Shane, you kind of just blow past it really quickly. But honestly, I had never heard of that before. So I'm sure there's other people out there listening that has never heard. Oh, really? Yeah, of cashing in uh, rookie picks well, I mean, for money. So you don't cash in. So it's basically, so one of those picks, say one of those is mine. So say um, it finishes as the 206. It's it's worth a specific amount of money. Right. So that's essentially cashing it in. So yeah. that's cashing right. in then. So then at yeah. the, then when you go into the auction, you have X amount of money because you had X amount of picks, which that's kind of interesting. I never heard that before. So that's why I was saying it. Right. And mm-hmm. In last year or the year that just passed, yeah, there was one person that had all the money during the rookie draft, and that was Scott Connor. And it it, it got to the point where you couldn't even bid. Like you couldn't because there was no point in bidding because you couldn't win. You could not win. He had so much rookie money. So most of us just ended up saying, all right, well, here's the rest of our picks. At least the ones that of us saw that was what was happening Yeah, said, you know, before the draft was like, uh, let me just send him the rest of my picks and let me try this again another year. Because you can't. Why I actually and there were three players, seconds. three owners going into the rookie draft with money. And I had a few hundred bucks and another guy had just a little bit less than I did. And Scott had all the money. And I started looking and I'm like. I'm going to come out of this draft with Kyle Trask with all, with all the money Woo-hoo. I've got. It's so all I'm going to end up with is like, because, you know, Scott doesn't have enough positions to get everybody, but you're right. going to get basically just end up with what he doesn't want. Right. Was what it was going to happen. So I, I gave my money to the guy that wanted to bid against Scott and Scott still ran the tables and that guy got like whatever Scott didn't want. So it was good that I got out. I traded it, you know, for some pieces, um, for some stuff. And then I ended up after Scott got all those players, he couldn't keep them all. So I was able to trade for a couple of the guys with future stuff. So I didn't just end up with nothing, you know, and, and just like either pot getting stuck with the money or whatever. It's an interesting league. I mean, that's uh, the kitchen sink leagues. Um, I, I have to say that probably one of my favorites with contracts, but it, if you mess up, 
you you mess up big like yeah. you mess up big time you're it's going to take you a while to fix it it's funny because the way we do our dynasty league our home league is all contracts and salaries and stuff and it it seems to be easier in the long run to fix something if you screw up as opposed to the way we do all of our like lister leagues where you draft the team and you keep those players forever if you don't trade and you don't do stuff you can't get anything but when you have salaries and and certain amount of times of contracts then you have uh, free agent drafts in the offseason and then there's players that you can end up getting that you may not have get a chance yeah. in these other leagues, you know? So what was the other trade you guys? I, oh, well, no, I wanted to actually, cause you know, what's funny is, and I didn't realize it until I just started doing the show sheet tonight, you know, we are just like, Oh, let me just talk about some players and maybe, you know, maybe Thursday night football sparks something too. Right. So I just, you know, and I was like, Hey, you know, DJ Moore was a part of this trade. And, um, <laughs> let, let me just say that, uh, Sam Darnold, um, is perhaps the greatest quarterback in the history of football. Oh God! Um, <laughs> through I see where he's going with this. Two games through the first two games of the year, two complete games, he's targeted DJ Moore on twenty eight percent of his targets. I know it's which, huge. That's Crazy. a that's a, an insane amount, and it's it's much better than the twenty one percent that he saw last year. And the way he's being used. He's being used like he was used his first two years, you know, more yeah, of a high volume, inter- awesome. yeah, high volume, more of an intermediate guy, a lower a dot, which is, you know, it's great because he's getting a ton of targets and he's getting targets that have a higher percentage uh, to hit because um, deep targets, as we know, are, are less reliable. Um, and now they're using Robbie Anderson the correct way as a whatever i don't care um it doesn't matter because he's not getting the receptions and dj Moore is right um, it's funny that you say that are you going to say what he's got right now because it's only one quarter in <laughs> it's a quarter and two minutes through and dj moore's got nine targets oh, yep which is a good 60 percent target share i mean that <laughs> might drop a little bit he's got six receptions for 100 yards oh my god um <laughs> And, um, uh, you know, I, I went on Dynasty Planet and I'm like, what? I have a lot of DJ Moore, right? I still have a lot of DJ Moore because I think everybody knows I've kind of been a DJ Moore cheerleader, right? For a few years. Yeah. Um, so I went and just. And then you started trading him away. But you didn't get rid of right. all of them, thankfully. Well, here's the thing uh, I got two, I traded for him from you this week and I traded for him a couple times over the offseason. And now he is my second most rostered player. Wow. Second behind uh, who? Uh, AJ Brown. Do, 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 <laughs> I don't want to say. Miles Sanders. No, I don't Jalen Hurts. Jalen uh, Jalen Rager. Um, oh, oh, is it Rager? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But no, DJ Moore, I own in, own, excuse me, I roster in 17 <laughs> leagues. So he's uh, on 25.37% of my uh, rosters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, Robbie Anderson is on 90% of my rosters. <laughs> <laughs> but that worked for you last year. It, yeah, and it worked last week. He did good, but th- tonight he has zero. So, um, I mean, it's early. But it, it's but I will say this is it, it's clear that they they saw whatever they did last year right with Teddy Bridgewater and um, with using more as a as a more as a vertical threat and I guess they saw okay well this didn't work and amazingly to me at least an NFL coach looked at something said this doesn't mm-hmm. work. I'm going to go back to using a player how he's best, you know. Yeah, yard after catch guy. 
I'm going to utilize his skill set. Exactly. I'm going to get the ball to him, you know, in shorts, you know, short and let him do the rest because he's really good at that. Amen. Um, so Matt rule might be my favorite NFL coach in the history of football. So, but did, so you went into the trade with Jeremy with that in mind, or were you more geared towards David Montgomery? No, it, it, initially, um, you know, I was still targeting Montgomery cause I needed a running back in that league too. Right. Um, and then when I saw that Jeremy also had DJ Moore on the <laughs> roster, I said, okay, well, let's, let's, let's boost this trade up. Cause originally it was just going to be, I think like a first for Montgomery um, was probably going to be my offer. Um, but when I saw Moore was there, I said, all right, well, let me just throw a bunch of cash. Was not giving you more for him. a first. <laughs> no. So I said, all right, well, let me, let me get, you know, let me try to get more off him. Cause at worst, he can counter or he'll ignore it. You know, I mean, it's Jeremy. There's a good chance that he never looks at this, but um, <laughs> if I liked it, I, I would say something. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that what's going on with us? No, no. All right. We'll get or to us in a little it. bit. We'll get to us in a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. So no, I'm just, I'm super stoked about DJ Moore's early usage. Um, and the, the good thing again is Carolina is winning while they're using him like this. Right. So there's no reason and it doesn't mean they won't, but there's no reason for them to change the way they are using him. Target and they have one of the lot. best defenses in the NFL so far this season, and and I don't see things changing a whole lot. I mean, they're they're getting the ball um, a lot, and you know, it, it's it, yeah. Why change it? It's a good recipe right now. Target DJ Moore a lot. Target him a ton on intermediate routes. Let him get yak, um, and don't throw him the ball thirty yards down the field. And wasn't DJ Moore one of your guys, Jeremy, when he was first coming out? Like, you really loved yeah, him. Yeah, I'm still a big fan. Yeah, great after the catch. I mean, everything that Shane said, for sure. I, I really did expect him to be, if not the best, one of the best receivers in that class. I remember. I behind that. Er, early on, too, there was somebody else we had on our show, too, that, that felt the same way at the time, and I thought that was cool. Because, because this was before the NFL draft and stuff. So, yeah, I was a fan of his for a long time. But, you know, I don't even own him as much as Shane does. Um and, and, you know, I just traded him away. But Shane has the kind of team to, um, you know, to win. You know, with those two guys, he's got a chance to, you know, compete in this league. Whereas I was just spinning my wheels. I had four good players and George Kittle, who hasn't done anything yet this year, right? Yeah. Um, that it, it, I wasn't going to compete. So I needed to do something now rather than later. And, I mean, you know, I helped my brother out, whatever. <laughs> Mutually well, beneficial, like, like Jeremy said. I... I I, I definitely have a title contender. I had a rough year last year. A lot of weird stuff happened. This this team is definitely built to win now. Um, it, it, next couple of years, I think it definitely has a shot. So, you know, look, I, I'll be hurting in three years when everybody's old and I have no rookie money. But we'll worry about that then. Exactly. You'll you'll trade for it then. So, um, what was the other trade? You said you guys did multiple trades. I don't know. Well, we might. Maybe we'll get to that in the patron show. Maybe we'll get oh. to that later. Maybe, you We're know, gonna hold I, off. Is that what we're and gonna just do? In, yeah. In case you didn't know, um, you know, our our trades were brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Uh, make sure you come prop up with promo code uh, DTHQ on ThriveFantasy.com. Use promo code DTHQ and deposit $50 or more and receive a 100% deposit match. Um, so that's who Jeremy's trade and my trade was brought to you was by Thrive Fantasy, promo code DTHQ. Cool. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is, yeah, this is going to be the first week where 
look, guys, uh, our patron show is going to get a little longer, and this show is going to get a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> all right so <laughs> let's go back to the start because we usually you know what's i'll tell you this we've been doing the shows on thursday nights for a little bit over the summer but this is the first thursday night we're doing it during football so every time i look at shane <laughs> shane's heads up i can see the football game in your glasses which you're yeah, now I wearing see that too. <laughs> <laughs> so i keep looking over to say something to shane and i see him looking up looking at the screen but you know we kind of jumped right into trades and we skipped over the news the news is brought to you by underdog fantasy so tell everybody about underdog fantasy oh we'll go to underdogfantasy.com um just so you know they got nba nhl season both starting soon um, NHL is so much fun yeah they got nba best ball nhl best ball um nhl best ball sounds like a blast to me i'm not gonna lie to you um one of the reasons i don't play fantasy nhl is just 82 games of hockey. Right. It's <laughs> really hard. I've to done it, man. It, and, and I love hockey and it's grueling. It's really hard to do, but best ball makes it fun. And you will, if you just sort of like hockey, if you play in a league like that and keep up with the scoring, you'll learn about the players and, you know, the teams that are good. You'll, you'll end up learning about hockey by osmosis just by doing it. So wait, so if you're playing regular fantasy hockey or even regular fantasy baseball, which has hundreds of games, like when you do best ball, is it still the same as football? You just you just draft yeah. that team once and yeah. then you never have to do anything else yeah. except watch yeah. hockey the rest of the year. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's kind of cool. See, yeah. and look, and, and I'll be honest with you, I play in just one fantasy baseball league. Yeah. But what you find with baseball is – it's easier to set a lineup for the full week. Yeah, it really is. Sure. Cause you, yeah. you know, like, you know, you'll know usually a full two days in advance when someone's going to have a day off Okay, and you can, you can already set your lineup like pitchers, you know, what days they're going to start. So you don't, you know what I mean? You can set your lineup early in the week. Um, hockey is just, there's too much going on. There's too many injuries. <laughs> it's just, Best ball is the way to go. So, yeah, go to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code TRADESHQ, who's bringing us our news. And I, I, I'm super stoked about this one, Jeremy. I know you got to be too, dude. But wait, uh, all, all, it looks like all the news is all about quarterbacks. Like everything we have on well, the news they all is about died quarterbacks. Last week. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a lot of injuries last week. I won't bring up the, the quarterback who shall not be named with all the injured ankles. Uh, <laughs> I know. Man. We just traded for that guy, too. That is yeah. pretty funny. But wait, so why is the first one so important to Jeremy? Justin Fields. Look at look at Jer Jeremy's like got this big smile, rosy cheeks. What were you doing today that your cheeks are so red? Oh, actually, I have a sun lamp right now. Oh, is that what's I going was on? Freezing at my son's baseball game, so we have a sun lamp, and I hung it up down here to like help me warm up in the basement, and uh, I'm like getting hot now. That's so funny. So, are <laughs> you very are it. you very excited about Justin Fields starting today or Sunday? Several things. He's getting his first start against the Browns in Cleveland. <laughs> and he played for Ohio State just down the road. Oh, no. So, you know, I want him to do well for fantasy and just otherwise. I want him to come out of the game healthy. I want him to have a, a great game and never let Andy Dalton come back on the field to throw his uh, check down passes anymore. But I want the Browns to win. So, but yeah, there's, so there's a lot of things, but yeah, it's like a homecoming. He's coming back to the state where he played college so well. I mean, he was the best quarterback I think Ohio State's ever had, at least that I can remember. Um, 
certainly the be- the best passer. And um, you know, he's coming in, he, he's getting a start, and I think he's going to have a good game because the, the Browns have been vulnerable to the pass. Um, you know, they've been pretty stout against the run. That front four, Miles Garrett, they they've had success against the run, but they haven't. They've given up touchdowns and yards um, to quarterbacks, and I think. Justin Fields comes in and has has like his, not only a homecoming of sorts, but has his breakout game. And then we're talking about him, um, you know, starting the rest of the year. That's what I hope. And then the Browns win, please. That's a one o'clock game on Sunday. So is that the kind of thing where you're only you only watch that one game? You don't watch anything else? Usually I, I only watch the Browns game. Sometimes I will. Um, my wife's a, a Bengals fan. Occasional, occasionally, if we're in the backyard, we'll have the TV on outside and kind of tune in and out or in the house, you know, if we're in the house, we'll watch it. I don't watch the whole game, but it's on. Um, I support them as long as the Browns aren't playing them, right? So we'll watch those. But, yeah, typically don't have time to watch a lot. Of, like, I know you watch a lot of games or parts of games. Um, I'll usually just see the highlights or, you know, what what's going on, maybe the, the uh, Sunday night game or the Monday night game. Um, I usually don't get a chance to tune in on Sunday to anything but the Browns. Yeah, no, I'll watch the whole Browns game though. Um, yeah, I've it's, got the patience for that, even when they're losing. It, it, it's funny while you were talking, Shane just wrote something in the group chat that something oh, no. something happened live during the game. What what's going yeah, on? Yeah, uh, Christian oh, McCaffrey out for the game with a hammy and uh, you know, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not actually any kind of doctor. <laughs> Thanks for telling I was everybody say, that every you're not time. any I'm kind not, of doctor. I'm not any kind of doctor. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll go with the whole, it looks bad and they ruled him out pretty early. Well, yeah, um, because it's, it's only the middle bad. of the second quarter. So, yeah, but, you, but yeah, so it's only the middle of the second quarter. He was injured about seven minutes ago and they ruled him out eight minutes after that. Oh. Um, and they showed the play on Twitter, showed the highlights. Um, again, I'm not a doctor. Um, it looked like either a hammy or his calf. Um, and it definitely did not look good. Um, matter of fact, I'll bring it back up. So what happens now? So let, let's, let's do a live uh, instant reaction. W- what happens now with hamstring, Carolina hamstring injury? Um, sorry. So hamstring injury. And it didn't look good. Um, not that any hamstring injuries ever look good. Um, and then we'll go on the hierarchy of injuries, right? There's death, paralysis, <laughs> death. ACL. No, no, no. Achilles, um, ACL, <laughs> um, anything torn, and then hamstrings. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's definitely up there. It's definitely a bad thing. So yeah, I love yeah. how death is number one. All right, death so, is always the worst because oh, nobody even no hit him. He just pulled it running. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you so see, the, you, you're watching the play, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's do this. Let's do this. Do a live reaction here, not on the injury, but what happens now going forward with them? If he's out, I heard Jeremy just say Chuba a second ago, but is that really yeah. what happens now? Yeah, I think so. Is there any other running backs on that roster? Okay, no. there's Royce Freeman. <laughs> I mean, Royce, Freeman Royce is there. Might actually become a thing. Chuba Hubbard, Chuba, Chuba. I always call him Chuba. I don't know why. Um, Chuba, Chuba. Damn it! I just said that. Chuba. I'm going <laughs> to guess is rostered in most of your leagues. If he's not, yeah, obviously you're going to need to blow pretty much a lot of your fab on him uh, well, tomorrow or whatever waivers run. Well, let me say this. First of all, the game is tonight. So the rate, the waivers will not run till next week. So, right. Um, but, but in most dynasty leagues, you're probably right. But in most redraft leagues, he, he's probably on the waiver wires. Available. Oh, no, yeah. More definitely. than likely. 
Yeah, and if he yeah. obviously if he's on the waiver wire, um, yes, use your <laughs> number one bid, right? Is that what they call it? You're, you you get the choice of being number one at some point or whatever the hell that's called, right? Or use up all your fab on the him priority. Because, yeah, yeah. And well, it's Chuba and then Royce Freeman after that. I mean, that's how the the, the depth chart is. But both of those guys are going to play because Chuba's a rookie, so Royce is definitely going to play. Well, I click. I just clicked on his name to see uh, what his availability is in all the leagues that I'm in, and obviously uh-huh. they're all dynasty except for Scott Fishbowl. So he is taken, even in the Scott Fishbowl, he's taken. But what's funny is in most, not most, but in four of them, it says Dynasty Madman <laughs> for the name. <laughs> so Jeremy's yeah, got I- him. Jerry's got him. There are players I like out there. (laughs) And two of them, two of them are are HQ leagues, HQ3 and HQ5. Jeremy, you have them. I probably don't have any running backs, and I was desperate. Probably got Chuba Hubbard and Kylan Hill, and I'm just praying to God (laughs) that one of those guys gets some love this year. Oh, and that's I, better than saying praying to God somebody doesn't get hurt. That that was better to say. Yeah. So I got Chuba and Hubert in uh in one league. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in one. That's not great. It's not not really. I have ideal. him in one league also, only one. <laughs> but uh but that's interesting, you know, especially live. So now how does that change the dy- dynamic of the game? There's there's still a whole half and then half of this quarter. So is it going to be more throwing to your DJ Moore and hopefully Robbie Anderson, or is it going to be uh, uh, well, Chuba Hubbard or Chuba? Yeah, even in general, even beyond this game, I mean, I think it's obvious Christian McCaffrey is the best receiving back in all football. Well, of course, um, but he's not so. There. Yeah, so you're. But what I'm saying is, there's no way that uh, Chuba Hubbard and or Royce Freeman are going to see eight to 14 targets like McCaffrey would. So yeah, there, there should be more target availability. Um, I would expect for DJ Moore because of, again, the type of routes that he runs and the tight end, um, Dan Arnold, right? Dan Arnold is a thing this year. Apparently I don't know how that happened. Um, so uh, he's another guy, you know, if he's available on your rock, on your waivers, you know, maybe want to pick up Dan Arnold too. Um, you know, by the time, Everyone listens to this. I'm sure we'll know more about McCaffrey, but I'm going to tell you what, anytime they rule a player out of the game that quickly when they leave, it's not a good injury. So he's definitely going to miss time. It's just going to be how much. That's like when they rule a player out on a Monday for the following week. Like, you know, he was never close. Um, And that's, you know, not to be the fear monger, but it's probably going to be some missed time for McCaffrey. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't even wait to halftime, <laughs> you know, they just ruled it no. out. It wasn't even close to halftime yet. Actually, it was still 10 minutes away. Um, so the other, the other quarterback that was on this news sheet is, you know, unfortunately down here in South Florida, uh, we lost to a, for I'm not sure how long have they said how long yet, but we're gonna go with Jacoby Brissett here. And <laughs> I, I like I, how Shane puts super sad face emoji. I, I know, and it's, it's really it's really sad here. Well, we didn't I don't, did we we didn't really finish up on Justin Fields, did we? Well, you said how great it is. Jeremy said how much he loves him, and what else is there to say? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, for fantasy purposes, is this a good thing for? Well, it's good for my rosters. It's I know that. It's probably good. I think it's probably good for everybody. Like even this would be the best quarterback that um, Allen Robinson's ever. Had. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, we, it is, and and then it's good for Darnell Mooney that whole passing offense. I mean, this is this isn't 
a guy who's going to check down the ball all day. This is a guy who's going to run with his, you know, he's going to get yardage. He did last week um, on the ground for us in fantasy. And like uh, Matt Walker said, um, he I think he put it, it's like a better Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I'm sorry. So Jalen Hurts, who's accurate? That's Jeremy, I just think it's funny. You're answering his question. And look, he's not even listening. He's watching yeah, football. No, I mean, I he's watching he's football. Watching so that's why I, I already went on to Tua anyways. No, no all right. Then what he said. Then what he said. He's saying he's a better better Jalen Hurts. Which, <laughs> that was I the last sentence you said after no, all. I, I, was, was, I heard the whole thing. <laughs> just go on to Tua. Are you worried about Tua? Very yeah. much so, but right now I'm trying to look up who the who's number 32 for the Carolina Panthers. See, this is all right, Jeremy. This is what we were talking about earlier. It's very difficult to do a show. First of all, it's difficult to do a show normally when Shane is distracted, yeah. but now when we're when we're watching football yeah. at the yeah, same he's not time, listening to, this to is, us at all. This is yeah. part of why we said starting tonight we were going to do the shorter regular show and a longer Patreon show. He forgot we were here because I know that we're going to lose his attention i mean we're already 36 minutes in and it's very difficult to rein him in so why don't we do this why don't we talk about the last couple things you wanted to talk about and then we'll move all the trades over (laughs) to the patreon show so talk about jacoby Brissett and tua real quick please so uh yeah no i mean tua i'm i'm legitimately concerned about um he he look he hasn't played especially well um so far through well one game right his first game wasn't great (laughs) his second game he gets his rib broken on the second play um and again this isn't a quarterback that's been in the league for four years that that has this roster on lock you know there's all this noise about how um the dolphins don't like him whether that's true or not but there's definitely a lot of smoke there um the only saving grace, I think, is that Jacoby Brissett is absolutely god awful. Yep, um, <laughs> which we saw last week. He is horrendous. Um, so Tua will look better in comparison, no matter what. Um, I would hope he's only going to miss a game. I think it's just one. Bro- just it's just one broken rib. And I say just. I was going to say, can you imagine? Yeah, it's just one broken rib. You got to be out there next week. Okay, no problem. If I had a broken rib, I would be balled up under the table crying. Um, (laughs) I wouldn't even get out of bed. But I expect this guy to play football in two weeks. Oh, my Um, God. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, but compared to what it looked like when he went down, when everyone thought it was a hip injury. Uh And, you know what I mean? You thought the worst to find out that it's only a broken rib or, you know, only a rib, uh, was fine. So hopefully he'll be back in about two weeks. I am concerned. Um, the good thing is it's only going to probably be a couple weeks and then he'll have, uh, Will Fuller. He'll have, you know, obviously already had Jalen Waddle, but he'll have Will Fuller when he, uh, when he comes back on the field. Yeah. I, Jeremy, do you agree? <laughs> like, I mean, the, the Jacoby Brissett thing was just ridiculous last week and, and nobody expects anything different this week. I, I love how everybody's like uh, on Twitter and saying, Hey, the Ra- the Raiders are going to be three and O for the first time in a while. Yay. <laughs> you know, like they're already giving the Raiders the win this week. Yeah. Miami's got a good defense. So we'll see how Derek Carr likes that. But, uh, 
Yeah. Um. I. I. Yeah. I'm not. Jacoby Brissett. Not worried at all. I am a little worried about Tua because he had the hip injury and now this. But if it's just the one rib, I mean, yeah. You know, it's just a rib. He'll be back. I mean, it's just a, a fractured rib. He's coming back. You know, soon. So it, it's disappointing if you own him. But I think I have him in only on my one FFPC team. I don't think I have him anywhere else that I can recall. But yeah. um. So it's a bummer there because it, all I have is um. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. So I, I don't have any options while he's out to, to do anything flex wise. It's going to be those two guys. But yeah, you, I think you have to be concerned with Tua because he hasn't done anything in the league yet and he's already out again. Yeah, the couple of places I have Tua are super flex leagues. And uh, in one of them, my my next man up is Davis Mills. <laughs> that's what I, I thought that's he was going to get crushed tonight. <laughs> that's um, on four days rest coming in, and the Panthers' defense is so good. I I felt like man, this is not the week to start Davis Mills. I had so no we'll choice. I had no well. Well, actually, no. I take that back. I did have a choice because it was super flex. I actually didn't put him in. Uh, I I went with like a running back. I I don't remember which one I yeah. went with, but I I went I with the running it. back instead. At least this week. But what's funny, we were t- we just mentioned about the Raiders, but that was the other name that Shane put on our show sheet about Derek Carr. And I, mm. I'm assuming the writing of this says, is Derek Carr actually dot, 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 good, actually dot, 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 very good? And what led you to write a sentence like that? Because what the hell? Derek Carr's actually been good. <laughs> and... um. I don't know what to do with this information. Like, I don't know that I have a lot of uh, fantasy advice here other than I think you need to trade Derek Carr while the getting is great. Um, (laughs) I can't imagine there's ever going to be any other two-game stretch in the history of football that Derek Carr has the most passing yards in. Um, So I am going to say – Base your your convictions on your priors. Derek Carr is Derek Carr, and he's gonna he's gonna regress to who he is, um, and stop having this out of body of experience of being. I don't know who he thinks he is. Patrick Mahomes, trade him. Trade high is, is my suggestion. So you're saying get rid of him, Jeremy? Do you agree? I mean, I think his value's probably never been higher, right? I mean, everybody's kind of got this um, thing that Derek Carr is a game manager, this average quarterback. So he's not lying when he says, you know, trade him while the guy's hot, right? While he's got the hot hand. I, I, I'm not as down on Derek Carr as many people. I mean, you know, he's got the stats to back up the fact that he's going ri- <laughs> to sink to his own level again. Um, <laughs> but but the, the Raiders team is now pretty good. Um, they've done some good things there on offense and otherwise. I, I don't see him... Uh, letting letting down too much this season probably have some regression so but i think if you're smart and you you know you're thinking in terms of assets and values and um profiting then you probably want to get out while the getting's good and get as much as you can because he probably will you know he's he's gonna uh, settle back into being the Derek car we know and love i so. think i think in a lot of the leagues that we're in we're, you know, we've made a point of it talking about it for years now that we're all in super flex leagues and most of our leagues are super flex. Um, with the fact that you we lose these quarterbacks and then we we're in leagues where some people have five quarterbacks and other people have two, you know, I know for me, I have Derek Carr on four leagues. I just looked, but in all four of them, I am so thin behind Derek Carr that I couldn't imagine trading him away right now because I don't have anything 
Unless you get another quarterback, in. why would you? Yeah. Right, exactly. Well, that was where I was going to ask you is when you say trade him away, are you talking about for rookie picks? Are you talking no. about for players? Yeah, or? yeah. I, I'm going picks or players or positional players because, yeah, I, I think Derek Carr is most likely teams QB3, right? Most teams, most teams hopefully built, you know, it's super flex. You built your team in such a way that Carr is kind of just insurance. Yeah, but like when um, yeah, I, I said that. about, but when I said about injuries, we have injuries. You have, yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll say this: so if, if if Carr is definitely no matter what, even without this two week hot streak, he was your QB two, no matter what. Okay, don't trade him. Right. Um. You you can't afford to because I don't know who your QB three is. It's probably not great. It's probably someone like like Davis I did Mills. in too many <laughs> leagues that I was like, hey, you know, it's a good combination. Uh, Tua. Carson Wentz and uh, Derek Carr. Um, <laughs> well, I will I'll, tell you this: on a couple of them, I had Carr's the best. I had yeah. Gardner Minshew on a couple of those too, where he wasn't a top guy, but now he's not even a guy. And and I had Philip Rivers on a bunch of those, and and I had Jameis. So thankfully, Jameis is now playing. But he did great in week one, and he did shit in week two, which I, we didn't even get around to talking about. All right, so look. Part of one of the other things we were going to talk about was all those people that everybody reacted and overreacted to in week one, what happened to them in week two. But we're going to move all of that over to the Patreon show. So before we go over to the Patreon show, Jeremy, we already teased it at the beginning of the show. Let's talk about your your the trade offer I sent you, and then we'll wrap up and we'll go over to the Patreon show. But before Jeremy does that, Shane, tell everybody about our Patreons. Hey, we got a patron. Um, if you're not a patron, I don't know what to tell you. You're getting uh, you're getting waiver wire articles every week. You're getting a bonus podcast every week. You're going to get a more robust in season podcast every week. Um, you got the group yes. chat. You got you know instant access to any of the three of us. Uh, I don't know what more you could want in this world. Um, but also, I just want to give a shout out real quick. Uh, oh, to yeah. DynastyPandemic.com, mm-hmm. um, new website set up by one of our uh, patrons slash friends, Clay. Um, DynastyPandemic.com. Check it out. There's uh, links to articles. There's links to podcasts. There's a chatter feature. Um, you can come talk to any of the three of us uh, uh, and other fantasy football analysts. Uh, air quotes were up. Um <laughs> And other fantasy football players. So come check it out. Um, I think you'll uh, love it. Dynastypandemic.com. Awesome. So, Jeremy, I sent you the trade. We joked around at the beginning. What trade? I, I you sent, sent me a you, trade? I sent you a trade off for an HQ1, like you said. Oh. But apparently at the beginning of the show, you mentioned that you had a whole bunch of different offers. So, uh, But my offer or my trade offer was the only one for that specific player. So what do you think mm-hmm. about the offer that I sent you? And what do you think you want to do? Well, the offer is fair. I mean, I picked up KJ Osborne before the season started off of waivers in a league where nobody should be on waivers. I mean, I actually, not true. I cut Danny Amendola and a couple of guys that are now on rosters, but me, I had to, you know, get under the roster limit, but I mean, KJ Osborne was just sitting out there. I'm like, this, this guy's going into the season as, they're saying the wide receiver three in Minnesota, and he's done nothing but look like the wide receiver two in Minnesota with right. the points he's been putting up. And you sent me an offer, including the 2023 second round pick and then a 2022 fourth. Right. In a league where it's tough to become competitive um, without picks. Uh, 
So, yeah. And I, I, I'm, I had picked him up. I picked him up off of waivers this week in a couple spaces, and then I noticed in in that league that you had him on your roster, and you said that you were looking for stuff, and so I sent you the two, and it sat there for a couple days, and and then I sent you the two with the four yesterday, and I re- I revoked the just the two. I'm almost <laughs> so, thinking of responding in some way now that you sent it like that. That's how I did it. I sent you the two, <laughs> and then I waited a couple days, and then I revoked it, oh, and sent you the two and a four. Oh. So what do you think? Do you want to do something live? Do you not want to do something live? Do you want to leave it hanging like you've left me for a couple days? Well, Shane, you Shane, I didn't mean to leave you hanging. <laughs> I knew we would talk to, uh, talk about it eventually because you're not one to just, re- you know, he's not answering me. I'm going to revoke this offer. No, no, um, exactly. Like some people do. Um, and, and so, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm trying to clean house. But by, by doing so, I'm talking about, you know, Guys, I have in the trade on my trade bait are twenty-eight-year-old, you know, Nelson Aguilar. It's uh, guys like Chris Carson, twenty-seven. I mean, you know, guys that can help one of these um, more competitive teams, which you have, by the way, too. Right. Um, and, and and KJ Osborne, even though he's younger, seems to fit that. He he helps a, a win now team, which I'm really not. So, I mean, yeah, I could trade him away. Let's see what Shane thinks about this. Um, don't try to pay him under the table. Oh. You're an HQ one. You know my roster, Shane. Would you trade away KJ Osborne that you just picked up off of waivers two weeks ago, um, and 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 get that 2023 second? And twenty twenty two fourth because I'm I'm pretty much considering of yeah I'm thinking of doing that so yeah I don't think yeah. it's outlandish at all. No, you you know my motto, my my ethos, my credo. Um, my credo, like that. no yeah. regrets. If if I'm picking someone up off the waiver wire and I can get a second for them, they're gone. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. yeah. So all right, Mike. So um, my I I phoned a friend and he agreed <laughs> with the trade deal. A so live we, we trade. Made <laughs> and now I'm looking at two more. And one of them is just a third. Real Fantasy TL is trying to send me a third. And I shouldn't say this because you guys are in the league. It's not fair to Josh to do that to him. But um, Josh is sending me a third for a player on my roster. And I'm I'm going to counter if he has a second because I, I don't really want to accept a third for All right, that and player. I just want to go back for one second. Um, I, yeah. I do like the fact that we did phone a friend. I do like the fact that that Shane said that. And I do want to say one thing. We, we've talked about this league a million times, and it's very difficult to get players. And with somebody like him, I've been watching Minnesota. I watched them for years because of Diggs and Adrian Peterson and everything. And I, and I did like the way he looked and everything. And I did get him on some waiver stuff. So I, I knew by you asking Shane, I I knew he was going to say, yeah, if you picked him up off waivers, go ahead and do it. And then for me, I look at it as last week I got that two for Antonio Brown. Remember, you guys were talking about that. So for me, I kind of just moved that to another player. And Shane, last week you also made a comment when I said, hey, I won week one. And you said, yeah, but you're not going anywhere. Well, I won week two also, by the way. You did. And and now, uh, you know, I got another player that I can stick into my lineup and hopefully help me out. So, um, but I... Look at how how the... Change times. <laughs> but I do agree with you, Jeremy. Um, I guess because Shane and I are both in the league, it, it would seem kind of, um, 
I don't know. Maybe it's not appropriate for you to tell us, or maybe it is. I don't. I, I don't really know whether it is or not. Everybody seems to talk, do table talk in that league. I don't think anybody cares too nah, much either. I mean, all the chatter in the HQ one thread. I think they get mad when you don't talk about stuff. In fact, <laughs> I mean, I've been getting shit from Justin and Larry left and right about stuff, and and then they fight together and then drag me into it with them. I don't know if you've seen that. They, yes, they, I have. they're so competitive with one another. They'll drag you into their melee and then you know claim a victor, but. <laughs> um, it's funny. I was on their show. They they had me on because Justin was talking trash in the thread that day. Uh-huh. So Larry's like, "Hey, come on the show so you could so you can uh, talk trash back to Justin. He doesn't know you're coming on." And he had me come on, and yeah, I talked a little trash, but I said, "You know what? I hope you win it. I hope that it's a different person every year. That would be yeah. really cool. It you know, we be. don't really have dynasties because you know it's it's always someone new getting the belt. So I'm fine with that as long as it's not Manolo who crushed me in week <laughs> one. <laughs> like that's not even fair. That guy just be- abused my team week one, and he's won two in a row. I love, I What's love, going on? I love that it gets brought up all the time. All right, let's wrap this all up because we have a whole bunch of more show to do, but we're gonna do it over in the patrons like we we announced at the beginning. So uh, Shane already talked about our Patreon. Everybody knows about our store. Go ahead and check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. And we appreciate you guys all. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Um, Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Thank you. And even though he already said it, but say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane.